the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors. Got questions concerning elder or state law? Attorney Mike Connors has the answer. He was recognized as one of New York's top lawyers by New York Magazine and brings over 30 years' experience to the table. His office number is 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Here's Mike Connors. We are gathered here on hallowed ground. Horses raised, heads bowed down. Welcome to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors, accompanied by my wife, Beth. Hello, everybody. Okay, for those of you who don't know about the show, usually the show is, is in two parts. The first part, we talk about estate planning and elder law. And the idea behind estate planning is to pass assets from one generation to the next, paying the least amount in taxes we need to pay legally, avoiding going through court, avoiding probate, and as far as elder law is concerned, trying to save assets from nursing home bills. This is the Memorial Day weekend, so we're going to focus on Memorial Day this show, and it's going to be a jam-packed show. We've got a lot of guests on. If you want to hear about estate planning and elder law, we're going to be doing seminars this week in Queens. We're going to be at the Adria in, in Bayside. We're going to be at Connolly's Corner in Maspeth, and we're going to be at Lenny's Clam Bar in Howard Beach. So, you know, Matt at the end will give you the times for the seminars, and you can always call our office at 718-238-6500, and we'll answer all your questions at the seminars about estate planning and elder law. How do you get your house to the kids in the most efficient way, avoiding probate, avoiding taxes, and saving your assets from a nursing home bill? And that will do with the seminars. But today we're going to be talking about Memorial Day. You know, one of my pet peeves is once in a while, I think people have forgotten the, the, the history of Memorial Day. It's not just the beginning of the summer season, and, and that's why a lot of people look at the Memorial Day weekend is the beginning of the summer season. Memorial Day was started, you know, a little over 150 years ago by some Civil War veterans led by Black Jack Logan, which, you know, Beth, sometime we should do a show about Black Jack Logan. I think that'd be very good. You know, he was a very, he was a general in Civil War and a very famous congressman at the end of the Civil War and actually ran for vice president. And he was one who started the idea to decorate the graves of the Union soldiers who were killed in the Civil War. And it started out as Decoration Day. Decoration Day, that's right. And then eventually Eventually, the you know, name got changed to Memorial Day to memorialize all the dead that have fallen in defense of our country over the generations. For the last 152 years, shortly after the Civil War, there's been a Memorial Day parade in Brooklyn. And I know a lot of people, it's moved around Brooklyn, different places. I know Beth, you asked me before the show, right. has it always been in Bay Ridge? No, it's been in Brooklyn the whole time. But I think Bay Ridge is probably more receptive to hosting the Memorial Day Parade than a lot of neighborhoods in the city. And, of course, this year we're going to be very honored that our Grand Marshal is going to be none other than Marty Golden. Hooray! Marty served in the National Guard, so he's done his bit. Done his stint. Yeah, and, of course, he's been in the 
in elected politics out here in Bay Ridge as long as I can remember. So he's a good man, and you know, not that we're we're honoring the veterans, but I think it's a very nice thought that we're going to be honoring Marty Golden. And this parade, the Brooklyn Parade, has been going on since 1867. Yeah. Now it claims to be the oldest parade. I know other people say their parade might be older. I don't know. You can't be much older because. But it, ours was continuous. It never stopped. Some of them may have been older, but I think they stopped, and then they came, brought it back. Ours has been going strong since 1867. Now, to talk about the parade, we have the parade chairman, Ray Albu, and he's going to be talking about the history of the Memorial Day Parade in Brooklyn and what events we have lined up for this parade. It sounds like a, you know an entertaining parade. You know, A lot of times you see some of these parades now, and it's just one band and not much else, but there are going to be a lot of veterans groups. There are going to be entertainment, a little bit of nostalgia. Are you going to be there? Yeah, I guess I'm going to be there. I'm going to be on the Catholic Veterans Float. So Memorial Day, 11 o'clock, kicking off at 3rd Avenue and 78th Street, going down 3rd Avenue to Marine Avenue, then to John Paul Jones Park, which is those of us who grew in Bay Ridge, we called it Cannibal Park because there are a lot of cannibals in the park because <laughs> you have an old Dahlgren gun from the Civil War. that was. It's was very cool. It's a great park. After we get Ray, we're going to be talking to Joe Mantegna of you know, television fame. And he's going to be hosting the PBS event on Memorial Day that's going to be on the Sunday night before Memorial Day. And, you know, I give the guy credit. You know, he, he could do something else, and he's paying homage to our veterans. And we're going to be talking to Joe for a couple of minutes. Then I think most of you remember a show that involved wartime, wartime comedy, if there can be <laughs> such a thing. But Hot Lips Houlihan, right? That's that right. Was that's name. right. MASH. Loretta, MASH. Loretta Swit's going to be on. But she's not... She's not going to be talking about MASH too much because she says a lot of you guys out there know more about MASH than <laughs> she knows. So, But she's be talking about one of her projects right now to reunite combat dogs with their masters. How nice is that? Yeah. And last week, our dog kind of interrupted the, the broadcast. I don't just want to be a part of it. Yeah. And she has a dog barking in the background. <laughs> so, you know, so maybe Otto could be on. We'll try. Maybe Otto can be on this week, too. Yeah. During that segment, it might be appropriate that Otto gets involved in the show. <laughs> and then finally, today we have our, our old buddy, Tony Lobianco. Tony Lobianco, we all remember him coming up in The French Connection, although that, what was the other name of the movie? The Honeymoon Killers. Oh, that's an awful, I love you, Tony, but that, oh, that is a scary show. Yes, he plays oh, a murderer. Oh, my goodness. In that one, and, uh, you know, back in, back in whatever, in the, in the late 60s or whatever. But he came to fame with The French Connection. He's an Emmy Award Obie Award-winning actor, and he spends a lot of time right now helping veterans. One of the things which I think is is one of the most touching accomplishments I've uh, I've seen is he recorded a prayer, a poem, a common soldier. And I know I belong to a lot of veterans groups, and a lot of people have seen that, and everybody is touched by it. There's a lot of truth in a common soldier, and Tony Lobianco brings it to life. Now, Today, obviously, we can only have the recorded version, but I suggest maybe you get on YouTube and look right. for it because there's a very nice video that goes behind the, the words of, of the poem. That's right. No, it's a, it bring tear, it'll bring tears to your eyes. Absolutely. I mean, everyone, our ancestry is filled with just common soldiers. Today, we're going to be ta talking to Ray Albu, Brooklyn Memorial Day Parade, Joe Mantegna, PBS special for Memorial Day. Loretta Swit about her work for veterans. Tony Lobianco, a common soldier. Thank you for listening to Ask the Lawyer with me, Mike Connors. And me, Beth Connors. And we'll be back in, in a few short minutes. For 
our Ask the Lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors & Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors & Sullivan's free seminars. On Wednesday, May 29th at Lenny's Clam Bar, 161-03 Cross Bay Boulevard in Howard Beach, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. at Connolly's Corner, 71-17 Grand Avenue in Masspeth, Queens on Thursday, May 30th at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. and at the Adria, 221-17 Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens on Friday, May 31st at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Just call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500. That's Connors & Sullivan, 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Find out what you're entitled to. Come to a Connors & Sullivan free seminar. For more information, call 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Connors & Sullivan. Plan now for later. I think I just found myself believing that I didn't need God. I just had everything under control, and church was actually a, a burden to me. I might have gone to church, you know, at Christmas time, gradually quit going. No, I didn't take my faith seriously, which, which probably means I, I never really got it to begin with. You can have a beautiful car, a big fancy home. If you don't have Christ in your life, there's an emptiness that's there. We are enslaved to power or to greed or to wealth or to lust, especially as a man. But there's a true freedom to not be enslaved, but to attach ourselves to God and to be free. Thank God I'm home. Now that I'm back in the Catholic Church, I'm a new person. I love it. There's peace in our home that we didn't have before. You're coming home to a Catholic family where people today just embrace you. If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit CatholicsComeHome.org today. Do you have somewhere to sleep? Did you eat today? Are you making ends meet? For thousands of New Yorkers, the answer is no. For children and youth, adults, seniors, people struggling with addiction or mental illness, and for the isolated, Catholic Charities of Brooklyn and Queens is there. With 160 programs and more than 4,500 units of affordable housing, Catholic Charities is one of the largest multi-service charitable organizations in the nation. We help change lives and build communities. If you or someone you know needs assistance, call 718-722-6001 or visit ccbq.org. Welcome to the Connors Corner segment of Ask the Lawyer. Monday is a very important holiday, Memorial Day. And some people view the Memorial Day weekend as really just the beginning of the summer season. But it's a lot more important. It has a lot more meaning than that. Memorial Day was established shortly after the Civil War. Then it was Decoration Day to remember our honored dead who served in the U.S. military. And we have a parade in Brooklyn. We have somebody to talk about that parade, the organizer, Ray Albu, how you doing? I'm great, Mike. How you doing today? Okay, so tell us about the Memorial Day Parade in Brooklyn. Okay, the Memorial, Memorial Day Parade, this is our 152nd running, and it started back in 1867, as you said, shortly after the Civil War. Uh, I've been involved with the parade for about 30 years now, and I remember being involved, uh, being in awe of the uh, older veterans that uh, we all met down in Borough Hall, and they met, and they wanted to make sure that the Memorial Day Parade was done correctly, correctly, 
was done right and that people remembered. So I've been involved for 30 years, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, this parade, the 152nd, uh, is shaping up to be really special. Uh, I think that you've probably heard that uh, we're going to honor Marty Golden. He's going to be our Grand Marshal. Uh, he's going to lead all the, all the uh, veterans and all the floats and all the high school bands down 3rd Avenue, uh, and we're really looking forward to that. Uh, not too many people know, but Marty is a veteran. He was in the National Guard. So we're really proud to uh, have him lead the parade. Our deputy marshals, we decided to make the American Legion as our deputy marshals because they're celebrating their 100th anniversary of uh, service to the veterans and to their communities. And as you know, we used to have probably about 40 American Legion posts here in Brooklyn. Uh, it's kind of dwindled down simply because veterans uh, have passed away and, and the posts weren't able to maintain their membership. So we're going to have probably about 10 American Legion posts represented in, at the parade. And the first, po uh, first post that's going to lead the parade is the Coffee Wilson post. This post is really interesting. Uh, they were a paper post at one time, uh, just recently. A uh, paper post is a post that really doesn't have any membership meetings. Uh, they're really not doing anything in the community. The, people just pay dues. Well, uh, a young man by the name of Juan Diaz, he's a major in the Army, he took over as commander and has completely turned it around. There are over 100 members now, and uh, I'm proud to be a member of the Coffee Wilson Post. Uh, That's good to hear because, again, usually the story right now is all the po whatever veterans organization, they're all dying off because a lot of the, the organizations, the heart of the organization was the World War II veteran, and they're mostly gone and passing away every day, it seems like. That's correct, and it's, it's a shame. Uh, we can't, we're trying to beat the bushes and get the younger veterans out. Now, the Coffee Wilson Post has quite a few younger veterans who have served in, in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, and it's really great to be a part of that. They have enthusiasm. Uh, they get involved. They've been in a couple other parades. So it, it, um, we're looking forward to them leading the American Legion contingent down 3rd Avenue. And we, we also have the McFadden Post. We have the Dory Miller Post, which is a post that is down in... Uh, on 14th Street, downtown Brooklyn, uh, and they uh, are an older post as well, and they're named after a, a Navy veteran, a Navy, uh, I think he was a corpsman, who uh, died in World War II, and they do an awful lot for the community. We have seven floats in the parade this year. You know you have the Catholic War veterans. We have a float for each uh, of the eras. We have a, a American Legion. We have a World War II float. We have the Vietnam veterans. We have the Korean War veterans. We also have a float for an organization called Hope for the Warriors. Uh, it's a, that's a wonderful organization. They've been around for only about 12 or 15 years, uh, and they have a really enthusiastic and upbeat membership. Uh, they come out, and these poor young men and women have been uh, are amputees. Some of them are amputees, but it doesn't stop them from getting up on that float and, and riding down 3rd Avenue. Uh, Ray, how did you get involved in the parade? Well, I got involved through uh, a gentleman who was very active in the American Legion, a, a gentleman by the name of Ed Cush. He was an iron worker, and he did an awful lot for, for everybody. I mean, from his position in the iron work, workers and in his position as uh, commander of an American Legion post, I think he was also a commander of a VFW post. So about t 25, 30 years ago, uh, I started getting involved. I worked for Army Recruiting. And I was talking to Ed, and we, we were going to get the Army recruiters and all the young delayed entry uh, troops to march in the parade. 
and that kind of started the whole thing. He, you know, I want he he needed some help. I wanted to help him out, organize with him a little bit, and uh, you know, we we got he got me involved. Where does the parade start? What time? Okay, we kick off promptly at eleven o'clock. That's eleven hundred hours <laughs> uh, on Third Avenue and Seventy Eighth Street. The parade route is along Third Avenue over to Marine. We make a left. We go up to Fourth Avenue. We make a right, and we go over to John Paul Jones Park, uh, better known as Cannonball Park here in Brooklyn, uh, for our memorial service. We are so fortunate this year to have a group called the 369th Experience. This is an organization, a a group of of, uh, college musicians from all around the country, and they're part of a World War I commission. And their major mission is to make sure that people don't forget World War I. You never hear anybody talk about World War I. So these young men, there are about 40 of them, uh, they're going to be recreating the music of the Harlem Hellfighters, which was a band that was affiliated with the 369th Regiment in the Bronx, I believe it was. And uh, they're going to march. They're going to lead the parade. Uh, They're going to be the lead band in the parade. They're going to march in period uniforms. I sure hope it's not the wool uniforms that they wore back (laughs) then. That would be kind of warm, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to march in the parade. They're going to pass in, in front of the stage in John Paul Jones Park, and we have an area set up for them. There's 40 chairs and 40 music stands for them, and they're going to sit down, and they're going to wait for the parade to end, and they're going to become part of the memorial service. Now, the mor- memorial service, that begins the ceremony in John Paul Jones Park. So if you're coming out to the parade, make sure you go ahead down to John Paul Jones and uh, really be a part of this memorial service. It's, it's pretty emotional. Uh, we start off with uh, a gentleman from the Clan Erin Band playing uh, his bagpipes, Tom Haggerty. Uh, then we move over to uh, representatives from the veteran service organizations. They have wreaths that they set in a certain place over in John Paul. Uh, and then while they're doing that, we raise the flag uh, that's in the middle of the park. And once the flag hits the top, the, the Veteran Corps of Artillery, which is the oldest uh, military unit in New York State, they date back to the Revolutionary War. They fire off a 21-gun salute, uh, which really wakes up the neighborhood. <laughs> then we have uh, taps being played by uh, young, young uh, buglers from Fort Hamilton High School, and the 369th will play, uh, will do a little medley of, of songs for us. So it's really shaping up to be a, a great, great day. All right, kickoff, 78th Street, 3rd Avenue. What time again? 11, 11, 11 a.m. Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Join us. Remember our fallen heroes, lest we forget. Lest we forget. Thanks, Mike. It's Memorial Day weekend, the time we reflect on the sacrifices that our fallen heroes have made for this country. And there's a concert Sunday night, the Memorial Day weekend, the National Memorial Day concert, and we're very pleased to have one of the co-hosts of the concert, Joe Mantegna. Welcome to Connor's Corner. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. 75th anniversary of D-Day. Are we doing anything special on that Sunday night? Well, it's, it's, it's besides the 75th anniversary of D-Day, it's our 30th anniversary of the concert, uh, our 30th year of doing that, my 18th year of doing it. So, yeah, we'll be, we'll, we will definitely be acknowledging that, and along with, you know, every year. We, it's 90 minutes worth of, of stories, uh, recollections, music. Um, for, for someone who's never seen it, all I can tell you is carve out 90 minutes of your Memorial Day weekend, have your barbecue, you know, watch your Indianapolis 500, do all the things you would normally do on this three-day weekend. But if you carve out that 90 minutes and watch the show, you'll understand why I always say 
Memorial Day is our most important holiday because it's the holiday that allows you to have all the other holidays over the course of the year because of the sacrifices these men and women have made over the course of the history of this country. And it's not a political thing. It's, 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 it's just all about the, the service people have done for this country since 1776. So uh, that, that, to me, that, that, that just is what it's about. You know, I feel from your voice you're taking very personally to remember our, our fallen veterans. Well, absolutely. Look, I've had a pretty blessed life. I mean, I look around and I think what, what, you know, what I've done in my life, what I've been able to accomplish. And I have a wonderful family. I've had a wonderful life. I've had a wonderful career. And, and yet, you know, here, especially here in Washington, D.C., I don't have to walk very far. You know, and, and, and I can pass like a wall that's covered with names of, of men and women who are just right around my age, who, who gave up their lives, you know, in a conflict in Vietnam back during that time. Or I can go past the Korean War Memorial and see the, 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 the you know, a, a tribute to men and women who gave their lives in that conflict. Or you can go to the World War II Memorial. You know, the list goes on and on, obviously. So to me, it's a no-brainer. I'm reaping the benefits of living in this country, but it was done at the sacrifice of many, many, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lives over the course of the history of this country. And so we can never forget that, and that's why we have Memorial Day. And that's why we shouldn't take it too, too lightly. In other words, have a good time. Enjoy the holiday but understand where it comes from and why it's there. And so just give it that moment of pause. Yeah. Who are your co-hosts? Who else is going to be on the, the program with you? Well, this year I've got Mary McCormick. I normally Gary Sinise is doing it. He's unfortunately a personal conflict came up. He had to bow out. But Mary McCormick, who joined us last year, is one of the, the uh, uh, artists who performed. She'll be my co-host. We have uh, Sam Elliott, who was just nominated for an Oscar from *Stars Born*, is one of our, 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 our people. We've got uh, Dennis Haysbert. I mean, we've got among the, the singing talent. We've got Patti LaBelle. We've got Allison Krauss. We've got Christopher Jackson, uh, Justin Moore from uh, Country Western Star, the season seventeen finalist from *American Idol*, Alicia Vergu. So every year, it's always a, a cross section of great musical talent. Um, we, we do. We perform these. Uh, the, the artists perform, you know, certain stories that relate to. And there'll be something related to, uh, like we're just talking about D-Day and all that. So, and of course, Colin Powell will be with us again. The Joint Chiefs of Staff, the Washington Symphony Orchestra. So it's it's a jam-packed ninety minutes. But it's when you watch it, uh, people. Well, the artists. Whenever I, I bring artists in for it every year, they always tell me. Anytime you want me to come back, I'll do it. This was like it changed my life. That's 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 why we brought Mary back to co-host because she said that exact words to me last year. She says I'll come in and I'll, I'll serve coffee for this event, you know. And, and that's how that's how I think how moving and important that it is. PBS Sunday night eight to nine thirty Memorial Day weekend. Joe Mantegna, thank you for what you're doing for, to to remember our fallen heroes, the veterans, because. You know, you can say it's you're blessed and you're giving just a little bit back, but, you know, a lot of people don't give back, and you do. And those of us out here who did serve in the military, we thank you for your, for what you're doing. Well, it's my pleasure. I thank you for your service, and, uh, you know, uh, on we go. Take care. 
If you're a homeowner age 62 or older and are finding it hard to pay off debt, or how about enjoying your retirement years with less stress? A government-insured reverse mortgage may be the answer or might be the perfect solution for you and your family. Hi, this is Frank Melia, a certified mortgage planner. I've been a mortgage specialist for over 20 years, and I've helped countless homeowners all over the tri-state area tap into a little or a lot of their home equity so they can use it right now. This past October, the federal government made changes to the reverse mortgage loan program. Give me a call now so our office can show you how these changes affect how much money you receive and how the annual mortgage insurance costs have decreased. My job is to help you find the best solutions for your retirement goals. I do this by educating homeowners with straightforward information and answers. It's free to call and speak with me, Frank Melia, to determine if this FHA program might be able to help you and your loved ones now. Call and speak with me right now. I'll answer your questions and help you decide if a reverse mortgage is right for you and your family. Make the call now, 888-943-2646, or try me on the internet at www.quanticbank.com backslash fmelia. Once again, call 888-943-2646, and you could be on your way to a stress-free retirement. Frank Melia, NMLS number 62591. All loans provided by Quantic Bank, NMLS number 403503. We all know someone who's been touched by cancer. It's the second leading cause of death. And it took the life of my father, John Wayne. But even in his final days, he was thinking about helping others and publicly campaigning to raise awareness about cancer. His courage and grit inspired our family to do everything we could to fight the big C, as my dad called it. So we did something about it and founded the John Wayne Cancer Institute 35 years ago to advance life-saving research. Our discoveries are fundamentally changing the way cancer is treated around the world. Cures are within our reach, but we can't do it alone. I'm Patrick Wayne, and I'd be honored if you joined us in the fight against cancer. You can make a lasting legacy by helping to eradicate this deadly disease. Together, we can save lives. To learn more, visit jwcigiving.org. That's jwcigiving.org. Welcome to the Connors Corner segment of Ask the Lawyer. Our next guest is one of the legends of is one of the legends of, of television, Major Holohan, Loretta Swit herself. How are you doing today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> herself is good, thank you. Okay. I hear <laughs> she's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing some um, some noises in the background. What what is that? Well, that's not me. We're, we're I know okay. that. Um, earlier, we heard we heard a little uh, diva bark from my Yorkie, and my cat just jumped jumped down from the sofa. You might have heard a little bit of a meow kind of thing. Right. Uh, other than that, no, we're good. Okay. Now everybody knows about Mash, and, and as you mentioned before, we got on the air. A lot of the listeners probably know more about Mash than you. But what are you doing today? <laughs> what am I doing today? I'm getting right. ready to do. Um, uh, yeah, well, I need several things. I'm not going to go into chores, even though they're related to my uh, animal charity. Um, I am getting ready to attend a vegan dinner over at uh, the organic uh, the the organic club. Is it called? Uh, it, I, I was invited by Gene Bauer, the founder of Farm Sanctuary. This is another uh, one of our alliances that I work with, um, hand in glove or in paw or in hoof. Uh, anyway, um, I'm uh, a great believer in um, what Gene does to improve 
the lives of our farm animals and um, and he's a caring, wonderful human being. And we're having a big fundraising dinner downtown tonight and I'm getting ready sort of t- to uh, prepare myself for that. That's today. Uh, tomorrow I have a meeting uh, with some of the officers and friends, supporters for uh, Sweetheart Animal Alliance, which is my my charity. And our major focus these days, no pun intended about the major, but our, yeah. our focus these days is, uh, is on a project I call Comrades in Arms, and it's to bring back the dogs from Afghanistan to reunite them with their first handlers. And if that's not possible, they can be recycled from war dogs into uh, service dogs, and there's a line of vets waiting for help from a service dog. So it's like vets training dogs to help vets. And it's a, it's a wonderful win-win circle that uh, we're in the middle of. Uh, so um, I'll keep on talking. You better interrupt me. I mean, <laughs> you said, what are you up to today? <laughs> well, when you say you're bringing dogs to help the veterans, do, do, the, do right. the animals, do the dogs suffer from post-traumatic stress syndrome in, in the same of way? Of course. That, yeah. Yes. So how yes, does that dealt yes, with? Of course. You don't want to, uh, well, you, it's dealt with uh, uh, professionals. You have vets who have trained the dogs when they go out in teams. And uh, it's, it's pretty much similar. You, you know, it's like a recycling process. The, the dogs need to learn uh, the difference between fireworks on the 4th of July and uh, the front in battle. Most of these dogs are uh, bomb dogs. They're sent out to walk through the fields to avoid mines and bombs. And uh, my main spokesperson is um, a Marine Corporal, Chris Van Etten, who lost both legs in Afghanistan. And he waited at home for seven months to be rejoined to his battle buddy. And we talk about that. We want to eliminate that weight, which is very, very painful for him to not have his uh, buddy with him. And... Uh, this is a few years ago, so I was with them, and I have seen the battle buddy become a pet. There are now two other dogs in the household, and he is now assimilated into that role. It's a different role he's playing. Uh, so, yes, it can be done. You know, we, we certainly give every effort to have making that happen. We also uh, encourage uh, programs that take shelter dogs and turn them into service dogs. Dogs are very, very wise creatures, I'll tell you. The, you know the Pavlovian bell? Once they learn something, they'll learn it. If you teach them something else, they'll learn that too. I work with the search, uh, search and rescue team, for example. Every time the dogs come back from a search and rescue mission at, let's say, a crisis in Chile or wherever, and they're, they're doing a service to floods, Let's make it a flood or, or, or um, an eruption, a volcano, volcanic uh, eruption, okay? They are faced with different projects, they're different, different crises, really, uh, whether they're, 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 they have this new, this new hurdle to jump, uh, d- digging, digging somebody out of rubble from an earthquake, 
When they come back to the training zone, which is in California, by the way, in Ojai, the, the, the training area has been um, has, has accepted a, a, a new different form of uh, challenges that they've incorporated into the training area. So the dogs come back with this new, this new information, let's say. You know, their handlers talk about the new things that they were faced with. And it's incorporated into the training area because the, that changes all the time. It changes with each crisis. So the dogs, when they came, come back, they need to bring back these new challenges, these new, this new information for the dogs coming in and and getting trained you you follow what i'm saying yes it's, yes it's, um so because because if the dog learns just the one thing they'll keep doing that but then they're faced with a different problem with each crisis they're the different challenges how did they meet it and they so the handlers bring back these different situations and those different situations are incorporated into the training areas so the dogs coming in are fully trained to cope with what they know and they keep learning new things to know and the but dogs do that they absorb that information uh and that pavlovian bell theory takes over and they they know how to deal with it because they've been taught and that's it now you know the old <laughs> so, the old saying you can't teach an old dog new tricks is that I true i also have heard i've heard uh, yeah you know, I've heard uh, things that are uh, horrific. There's more than one way to skin a cat. So there's wow. a dead horse that you can't beat a dead horse. There are a lot of things that we say by rote, and they're meaningless, they're cruel, they're stupid, and they're not true. Uh, so um, you can, <clears throat> I, I think uh, a wise, the, I think dogs, canines are so wise. Um, I've, I've had, um, contact with uh, this gal Bonnie Bergen uh, you wouldn't necessarily know her name but it just so happens this great woman is responsible for the invention if you will of service dogs years and years and years ago came up with this concept of training a dog to be a service dog I mean those, those dogs with with vets who come back shattered damage those those dogs Go in the room, turn on the lights, pull back the covers, wake up the vet. I mean, yeah, they're, serv- they're, they're total service companions, and that's what and that's what they can do, and that's what they can be trained to do. <clears throat> and uh, they're remarkable. They're remarkable. And she wrote about this to me. Uh, the um, the bonding is is on a par with a husband and wife with a mother and child or a parent and child or it is it is that deep that bonding is that deep and um just recently the um guide dog guide dogs for the blind in uh, israel sent me some um video they're including that <clears throat> the uh, service dogs to vets in their training for um walking with the blind helping the blind uh, they sent me this video of this service dog uh, waking um, a soldier from a nightmare uh, he was having. He had uh, PTSD, and 
and um, the dog was climbing onto the bed and sort of embracing this soldier and waking him gently from this nightmare. It's, uh, you cannot help but be moved and touched by this. And you can't help but learn from it. I mean, you see the bonding and the help and what is necessary to continue these programs. Now, where can the public, where can they find out more? Do you have a website? Can you direct them in the right place? Yes, sweathearts.org. So they've got to type in swithart.org. That's right. S-W-I-T-H-E-A-R-T.org. What can they learn from the website that they might not have heard from our interview? They can learn how their dollars and change can help us um, so they can press a Donate Now button. Uh, But they will see ways in which they can get something for their dollar and also know where their dollars are going. I'm a great believer in that. There are organizations, very fine, I'm sure, but all they do is, is ask for money, and I don't see what's happening, you know, and I want to make it clear to the people who want to support us uh, exactly what we did with that dollar uh, and how many dogs we've brought back, send them photographs of uh, reuniting a dog with the first handler or uh, watching that dog getting retrained to be given to a vet. I mean, there are programs uh, that, that we will invite them into where you see a vet training a dog and then matching that dog with a vet who's been waiting for a, a, a companion dog. And then that team, if they're compatible, goes off to another uh, organization that has a um, nine, I, I forget whether it's an eight or 10 week program where they're trained together to become a team and then they go home and that's it. But the, all of this is costly, you know, moving them around, housing them and teaching them. Uh, it's a remarkable win-win situation and it can be done and it's being done very successfully. But I think mostly education uh, plays a big part here. Um, we're starting to understand and learn that these teams are incomparable and the bonding is palpable, and 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 how they help each other is also um, so important and so necessary. Uh, Bonnie, in fact, the last the last line in which she wrote to me was, "When this united, when this reunion can take take place, it's a must. It's imperative that they be put back together, and that's what we're trying to do." Well, very good. Loretta Swit, thank you for what you're doing. Switheart Animal Alliance, please keep up the good work. Now, here's another thing I want to quickly mention to you. I have an art book that I've devoted to um, um, animals and education and so forth. So it has uh, 65, 68 paintings of mine, of animals mostly. And there are lists of organizations uh, that uh, I feel are, are wonderful that you can help that you can donate or, or volunteer to help or whatever. And um, the money from the sale of the book goes into Swithearts. Um, we're working on different items that uh, are 
are interesting or, or necessary or whatever for you to buy where the money goes into, again, the, uh, the, our budget. And um, you, so you're getting something as well as helping us. Okay, the name of the book and again? So, Sweetheart, it's Sweetheart. Right. Uh, the, sub, the subtitle is The um, Animal Activism Journey Through Art of Loretta Swit. You know, it's, um, it's, it's an art book, but it, I tell tales with each painting, and it's really all about what inspired the painting, or was this a rescue, who rescued it, and where it came from, and so forth and so on. It's, it's a lovely book. I'm very proud of it, and uh, some of the paintings are, um, I'm very proud. Of, well, I'm, I'm untrained, so I'm actually ah. proud of all the paintings that, that, uh, that I've done. And in fact, within the next month, I've started work on the second edition. So it's uh, going very well, and 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 again, the the book uh, postage and everything is fifty dollars, and all of that money goes into Sweetheart's Animal Alliance, and those dollars of yours go into what we're talking about here, uh, whether it's training or flying them back or reuniting them or whatever, and uh, it's it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to do for our military, for our guys combat for our guys who come back and need us need us to continue to show our appreciation for what they've done for what they've sacrificed and i'm i'm uh, very passionate on the subject as you can tell i we cannot do enough for our vets they're uh, i guess my favorite people Okay, well, thank you for what you're doing for your veterans and their animal companions. Some of us out here really appreciate that. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day, huh? Yes, try to. Whether you need help with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, living will, or protecting your assets from nursing home costs, Connors & Sullivan's goal is always the protection of your rights and interests. The professionals at Connors & Sullivan have been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 30 years. I'm Mike Connors. Come to our office for a free initial consultation. Talk with me or one of our experienced attorneys to see how we can help you protect your family, your assets, and your legacy. There is no one strategy that fits everyone, but the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is no planning at all. Call Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law today to schedule a free initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Midtown Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. Welcome to the Connors Corner segment of Ask the Lawyer. We're in the middle of the Memorial Day weekend, and a lot of people forget the true meaning of Memorial Day. It's not the beginning of summer. It's a holiday founded to remember our fallen heroes who served in the U.S. military. And nobody does that better than our next guest, famous actor Tony LoBianco. Welcome to the show, Tony. Well, thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. I know you're having a little bit of problems with your voice, but we're going to play you know, a poem, a common soldier. Can you just give us a little bit of a background? Yes, it's a po poem written by um, uh, a, a. Lawrence Vaincourt. Uh, he's a Canadian, 
and he wrote this poem, and it's now engraved at the uh, West Point. And it came to me through my brother, it touched my heart, and I uh, recorded it, and uh, with a friend, Stephen Klaus. It is a deep reminder of what what our patriots did to keep us as American citizens, and the fact if it weren't for them, we'd be speaking Japanese and German. And uh, we are grateful to them for all the wars that they have uh, fought and preserved our life and our freedom and our way of life. And uh, in order for us to uh, um, keep it, keep our republic, we must be conscious we must remember that we're always, we're certainly not a socialist country. We are a country uh, founded by brave, wonderful men who wrote this constitution. And we must remember to fight for it at all costs. And so this poem, Just a Common Soldier, it's four years ago when I recorded it. And uh, to date, it has had, it has won two Emmys and has the unbelievable amount of views, which is 27 million views, 27 million, which relates to about over 50 million people, if not more, and uh, that have seen this video. And I uh, am very uh, honored to be the one to present this and remind the people uh, of our brave military. Many of you know that I'm a member of a a number of veterans organizations, and I've I've talked to a lot of these veterans, and they're very truly touched by your rendition. And and so all of us who served in the U.S. military, we thank you. We thank you for what you've done in the past and what you continue to do, and keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. My honor. He was getting old and paunchy, and his hair was falling fast. And he sat around the Legion telling stories of the past, of a war that he had fought in, and the deeds that he had done, and his exploits with his buddies. They were heroes, everyone. And though sometimes to his neighbors his tales became a joke, All his legion buddies listened, for they knew whereof he spoke. But we'll hear his tales no longer, for old Bill has passed away. The world's a little poor, for a soldier died today. He will not be mourned by many, just his children and his wife. For he lived an ordinary and quite uneventful life. Held a job and raised a family, quietly going his own way. And the world won't note his passing. Though a soldier died today. When politicians leave this earth, 
Their bodies lie in state, while thousands note their passing and proclaim that they were great. Papers tell their whole life stories from the time that they were young. But the passing of a soldier goes unnoticed and unsung. Is the greatest contribution to the welfare of our land a guy who breaks his promise and cons his fellow man? Or the ordinary fellow who in times of war and strife goes off to serve his country and offers up his life? A politician's stipend and the style in which he lives are sometimes disproportionate to the service that he gives, while the ordinary soldier, who has offered up his all, is paid off with a medal and perhaps a pension, small. It's so easy to forget them, for it was so long ago that the old bills of our country went to battle. But we know it was not the politicians with their compromises and ploys who won for us the freedom that our country now enjoys. Should you find yourself in danger with your enemies at hand, would you want a politician with his ever-shifting stand? Or would you prefer a soldier who has sworn to defend his home, his kin and country? and would fight until the end. He was just a common soldier, and his ranks are growing thin. But his presence should remind us we may need his like again. For when countries are in conflict, then we find the soldier's part is to clean up all the troubles that the politicians start. If we cannot do him honor while he's here to hear the praise, then at least let's give him homage at the ending of his days. Perhaps just a simple headline in a paper that would say, Our country is in mourning for a soldier died. We're in the Memorial Day weekend. Monday, May 27th, is Memorial Day. If you have nothing else to do, or even if you have something else to do, maybe it'd be a good idea to show up at the Memorial Day Parade starting at 78th Street and 3rd Avenue in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn at 11 o'clock. Going, ending up, maybe you want to be there at the end when we do the ceremonies, the memorial ceremonies at John Paul Jones Park, which is right at the base of the Verrazano Bridge, basically 5th Avenue and 100th Street. And listen, Mike's going to be at, at the um, the float with the Catholic um, War Veterans, and come say hi. Um, you've got Bay Ridge is a lovely neighborhood. We have restaurants, and it's a great family event. The um, Where you end up at the end, it's this wonderful park, and the kids can go, you know, take some refreshments or pick up some refreshments. Um, they'll have, uh, they'll be honoring people. I'm sure there'll be people for, there from Fort Hamilton, and you can talk about, uh, find out about Fort Hamilton if you don't know. The history of Fort Hamilton is wonderful, um, and 
well, and remember to honor Marty Golden. He's going to be the that's Grand right. Marshal of the Go parade. say hi to Marty Golden. You know, we talked about earlier. Maybe you know, Chris. Maybe we should look for somebody who did a biography on on Black Jack Logan. You I know, think we man. can do that. Yeah, that's I, our man, Mr. Producer. Find somebody that knows about him. He's the guy that invented the card game, right? <laughs> no, 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 please, no. no. <laughs> you know, he's a Civil War general. We don't make jokes about Civil War generals. Forget the Sorry about that. Uh, yes. No, no, no. You can redeem yourself if you tell them where they can see Just a Common Soldier. Tony Lobianco's Just a Common Soldier. Where can they see that, Chris? There is the video. It's on Just a Common Soldier. Dot com. That's the website, justacommonsoldier.com. Let's all remember all of the all of the men and women that have served in the military and those that gave their lives. Just pray for them always. I think Mr. Kincaid's hollowed ground, I think, is a very appropriate Most way appropriate. way to end our show this weekend. Thank you for listening to Ask the Lawyer. Again, if you want to hear about estate planning, listen to the schedule for seminars coming up in a minute. In the, in the meanwhile, enjoy the Memorial Day weekend and remember our honored day. Bye-bye, everybody. We are gathered here on hallowed ground. Voices raised, heads bowed down. We're gathered here on hallowed ground to sing this all the way. We are gathered here on hallowed ground. Voices raised, heads bowed down. We're gathered here on hallowed ground to sing this all the way. Ask the lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors and Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors and Sullivan's free seminars. On Wednesday, May 29th at Lenny's Clam Bar, 161-03 Cross Bay Boulevard in Howard Beach, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. at Connolly's Corner, 71-17 Grand Avenue in Masspeth, Queens on Thursday, May 30th at 11 a.m., 3 p.m. and 7 p.m. and at the Adria, 220 21-17 Northern Boulevard in Bayside, Queens on Friday, May 31st at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Just call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. The preceding pre-recorded program paid for by Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.